my colleagues, some brilliant minds, as you've already seen. So uh, I'm humbled to be on this. Howdy, howdy. I'm Dr. Cole. It's an honor to be here with my colleagues, some brilliant minds, as you've already seen. So uh, I'm humbled to be on the stage with them. I'm uh, excited to be here with uh, attorneys that fight for freedom as well. And it's fantastic to be in a room with smiling faces not covered with unnecessary cloth that does nothing. So, so who is this random doctor on stage? I'm Dr. Ryan Cole. I'm a Mayo Clinic trained board certified anatomic pathologist, clinical pathologist, dermatopathologist, way too many years of school. Also did some PhD research in immunology, so immunology, virology is uh, right up my alley. So if you want uh, mechanisms of action and how things work and whatnot, go ahead and pick my brain. Anyway, um, so what about the vaccine? What about deaths? You know, Dr. Urso had alluded to that, that we have some concerns about these high numbers. Um, what's, what's going on? Um, you know, we see the headlines, like Dr. Merritt mentioned, 13-year-old three days after a shot dies, 15-year-old dies of a heart attack, you know, 10 children so far in the VAERS reports, probably more now, death after heart attacks, 39-year-old mom of three, death, death after the shots, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So we see the headlines. So here's the question. One would think in this era of a new virus and a new experimental uh, I don't even like calling it a vaccine, an investigational vaccine. Fake vaccine. A fake vaccine, okay. I can, I can uh, a clot shot, a needle rape, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, um, okay, so going to the VAERS data, um, 11,000 deaths, 12,000 deaths, 45,000 deaths. In the literature so far, about a month ago, first post-vaccine autopsy. Out of 11,000 deaths? Are you kidding me? Is this science anymore? No. No, medical technocracy. Fear, suffering, shot. Fear, suffering, shot. That's all you're supposed to have. Listen to us and that's all you get. No. So how can we do science if we are not looking? One cannot find that for which they do not look. Where is the funding? And the independent pathologists, the pathologists, you know, I do a lot of biopsies, cancer diagnostics, whatnot. We never complain about getting too much tissue. Well, when you get the autopsy, you get all the tissue. But guess what? You find all the answers, too. But if we're not looking, we're not going to find it. And if they're saying, oh, don't autopsy that. It wasn't the vaccine. These are not the droids you're looking for. Don't look here. So how? How in God's green earth are we going to know? Where is the funding? Autopsies are expensive, yes. But if we have billions to advertise a clot shot to children that don't need it, Dr. Fauci, where's the funding for science? Okay, when an unapproved new drug therapy vaccine is put onto the market, well, you need to use the French legal system, guilty until proven innocent. So if there's an adverse reaction, if there's a death, it happened from that therapy until you prove that it didn't. And we are doing the look the other way, look the other way, follow the money. Who's behind this? I don't know. I'm not going to conspiracy theory anything. I'm not going to be political, but I'm saying if you want the data, 
then you need to use that French legal system to say, this is guilty until we prove it didn't happen from something else. And we're doing just the opposite right now. Okay, what about the spike protein? We're giving a sequence, a gene sequence, into the bodies of human beings. And this sequence goes into our deltoid, and we're, we're informed that it, it has a little anchoring protein. And, and once that is translated and makes a little protein and it's on the surface of your cell, it stays there. Well, guess what? It doesn't. And there are studies, and of course, the fact checkers are like, oh, this isn't true, this isn't true. I'm a scientist. Don't ask the journalist, ask the scientist. Okay? So this spike protein doesn't stay just in the deltoid. The spike circulates in your blood. It lands in multiple organs in the body. And you know what happens? That spike protein, without the body of the virus present, we did studies in lab animals. In the lab animals, just in, in injecting the spike, with no body of the virus, the spike induced the same diseases COVID-19 induced, the same lung disease, the same vascular disease, the same heart disease, the same brain disease. The spike is the toxin. So again, why are we injecting something into the human body that is the toxin? It is the toxin. It causes the disease. This isn't a vaccine. Okay, so we know that the virus, everybody's heard about this ACE2 receptor. Here's, here's an example. So on the left-hand side, this is a, a, one of the cells that lines your blood vessels. I'll, I'll show you a chart in a minute where we have ACE2 receptors. So on the left-hand side, you see kind of in the corner of that upper grid and the bottom grid, these nice smooth lines. On the right-hand side, this is what the spike protein, just the spike alone from the vaccine, is doing to the mitochondria of your cells. That's the engine of your cells. That's what gives you energy, the power of your cells. Compare the left, the smooth, nice, put together. Compare the right, blown apart, fragmented. That's from the vaccine, not from the virus, from the vaccine. Okay, so here's the human body. You can see the plethora of sites where we have ACE2 receptors. Now think about it. I mentioned they tell us, oh gosh, the spike stays in your deltoid. It doesn't. It circulates. In the Harvard study in 13 nurses, they showed it circulating for at least two weeks. A lot of people lack something called mRNAs, an enzyme that breaks down the RNA. So it may be circulating for even longer. Now you hear, well, gosh, they died, you know, just so long after the shot. So, you know, it was two weeks, three weeks, Hank Aaron, whoever. You know what? That spike's circulating. They, they tried to pull the wool over our eyes and say, well, it couldn't have been the shot. We're too far out. Not if the toxin's still circulating. Not if the toxin's still circulating. The spike is the toxin. Damage to the lungs, like I mentioned. On the left-hand side, healthy lung tissue. Nice spaced out. See, this is what pathologists do. We look at all these cells all day long. It's kind of fun. We're nerds this way. On the right-hand side, see how much more purple and blue that is? That's all inflammation. Why? ACE2 receptors in that lung, spike binding to it, inflammatory response, immune system attacking your own body, disease from the spike, disease from your own clot shot, investigational vaccine. They keep lying to the American public by calling it a vaccine. They keep taking the word investigational off. It's what they call it in the emergency authorization. They keep not calling it what it is, investigational, an experiment on humanity. And that's what they're doing, and I'm showing you why. Spike is a toxin, crosses the blood-brain barrier. Kind of like my brain cells to be where they are and not be blown apart, right? 
So why in the world would we put a toxin into the human body that's going to disrupt the blood vessels in your brain, allow the spike in there, it'll cause inflammation. The brain fog you hear about from the COVID patients, guess what, you hear about it in the post-vaccinated uh, damaged individuals as well. But no, nobody's hurt by the shot. There's not been one death, there's not been one injury. That's what they tell you. It's a lie. And this is science. Okay, here we go. That's all the blue on top, those are brain cells. All the blue doesn't belong there, that's inflammation from the spike. What about the kiddos? Heart inflammation, guess what? Lots of ACE2 receptors in the heart. And here you can see on the left-hand side, see those blue arrows around the white? That's inflammation in the heart. That's not normal. That's after a shot. That's a spike protein landing there. That's your immune system attacking your own tissues. See on the right, that's the uh, red arrows. That's the pericardium, the sac that surrounds your heart. That's inflammation. That doesn't belong there. Once you have heart damage, the heart does not heal itself. Okay, left-hand side, all the blue dots, inflammation. See that gray in the middle? That's early scarring. Guess what? Once a heart cell is damaged, it's damaged forever. It doesn't replace itself with another heart cell. It replaces itself with a scar. So you tell me you want to give a 12-year-old, a 5-year-old, a 13-year-old, an 18-year-old a shot, and we see about a 200 times increase in myocarditis in our society right now. That's a good idea. Let's give a kid a toxin, ruin his heart for life. Stop and think about what we're doing. Insanity. We need to stop the insanity immediately. This is over, game over. This is no longer good science. This is a poisonous attack on our population, and it needs to stop now. Kidney, same thing. Kidneys are kind of important. Three things in life, blood goes round and round, gotta breathe, gotta make pee. You don't do those three things, you die. Kidney, you want to damage your kidney with a, a clot shot? Not a good idea either. Liver, kind of need your liver to detoxify everything in your life. Same thing. Damage to the liver. See all that blue? That's inflammation. Doesn't belong there. Testes, kind of important for the next generation, right? As much as that looks like a lovely heart, see all the blue in it? Inflammation. Same thing in the ovaries. Here's the problem. Essentially absent from the literature, what are they hiding from us? Okay. Japanese biodistribution study took some doing to find this study. Dr. Um, Bridal up in Canada, and of course he was attacked for telling the truth. The lipid nanoparticle that surrounds the little mRNA they're injecting into people's bodies, yes, a lot of it stays in the deltoid, but it, it circulates as well. Guess where it likes to concentrate? A really biologically active organ, the ovary. And in the Pfizer, paperwork and application, it clearly states that in the rats there was a 16% decrease in fertility. One of the most fertile little critters, mammals on the planet. And they, these are not the droids you're looking for, never mind. So what's it doing to humanity? Guess what? The answer is, we don't know. Because we don't have long-term safety data yet. That's the tragedy and the crime in all of this. They're pushing it. It's an experiment. It's emergency authorized. It's not approved. We don't. Humanity is the phase three trial. COVID's a clotting disease, as some of my colleagues have mentioned. After a shot, we as physicians, especially a patient uh, complaining of post-vaccine symptoms, a D-dimer will go up when we have clots. We can't see these clots on x-ray or scan. These are microclots. 
all these, these inflammatory patterns that I'm showing you are from microclots as well. If we look at this in the patients, we know that they're microclotting. So this is something Dr. Norchasm, just like uh, Dr. Ursa mentioned, patient who has already had COVID, COVID recovered, broad, beautiful immunity. They're lying to you to say that it's not equal to a vaccine immunity. I love the blue pen rainbow analogy Dr. Urso gave. Screened before vaccine, there's a multiple, multiple fold increase risk of adverse reactions. If you've had COVID and recovered, you get a shot, you hyper rev that immune system, you may be screwed and or dead. All right, I'm gonna reiterate, one cannot find that for which they do not look. Billions of dollars spent on advertising of, again, a toxin into the human body, investigational vaccines. Again, I will say to our agencies, our federal government, where's the funding for real science? They don't want you to see what we're seeing. In the laboratory, I have, a, I have the tissues of a dead man on the back of my desk. I have two more coming next week. Guess what? Just a couple days after a shot, 50-year-old healthy triathlete one of my favorite surgeons in town that I worked with, second shot, mountain biking gone. All right, the other concern I already brought up, we have no long-term safety data. This is what we need to emphasize to society and ask the, the authoritative agencies. What's the risk for cancer after the shot? We don't know. What's the risk for autoimmune disease? We don't know. What's the risk for uh, impairing fertility for a lifetime? We don't know. So why in the world will we willy-nilly push forward at the pace and the rate that we're going without knowing these things? Complete anti-science and a complete attack on us. No more mandatory forcing of employees. How in the world are these hospitals and these employers saying, you can't work for me if you don't sign up to be a subject in an experiment on humanity? Go back to the 1947 Nuremberg Code. We're absolutely violating this as a nation and a people. Where are the billions to do the autopsies? Where are the billions to prove the science? Where are the autopsies? I will go back. Crickets. They're not there. Dismissal by the collusive media of any adverse events or death. That's a problem. And what happened to the concept of the Me Too movement? Believe everybody. What happened to believe her, believe the story? What happened to believe anyone? Why won't they believe the science? They won't believe the science. They dismiss the science. What happened to this movement of believe it until you can disprove it? Gone, gone. All right, a couple side-by-side -side notes. Really critically, and I'm almost out of time, what we're seeing in the laboratory is the shots dysregulate your immune response. We have very important cells that keep other viruses in check, that keep cancers in check. There's a type of cell called a CD8 killer T cell. Well, there's a study out of Germany and the Netherlands that showed a shifted immune profile. And at the end, their conclusion was, we see a concerning pattern of the cells we normally need to fight off these other things. But the answer is, we don't know for how long that shifted pattern lasts. It's like having eight blockers on the front line. This is Texas, we can talk football. Having eight blockers on the front line and paralyzing three or four of them. But the answer is, we don't know if they're paralyzed for the rest of the game or the rest of their career. And then what we see from this in the laboratory is, 
an uptick of herpes family viruses, molluscum, human papillomavirus, all sorts of viruses, mononucleosis, etc., reactivating. Reactivating at levels, and, and I'm a pathologist, so we see this in the, in the laboratory, and I'm seeing the early signal. Well, guess what else that CD8 cell does? And some receptors on some of these T cells called toll-like receptors, and there's a certain pattern of them. They keep cancer in check. I have seen a 10 to 20-fold increase of uterine cancer in the last six months in my laboratory. And I keep data year to year to year. In the last six months, when did we start the shots? January. How much solid tumor cancer increase are we going to see over the next several years? Probably a lot. What's the real answer? We don't know. And sometimes that's the most honest answer in medicine, is we don't know. A doctor that tells you he or she knows everything, don't believe him. Find a new doctor.